We're continuing Sefer Shofetim, sixth chapter. Yesterday, we concluded the song of Devoran. We also started the story of the very, very long and uh, central saga of Gidon. The Gidon story is going gonna, is gonna to transpire over three and a half, four chapters. So it's a long central story of the book. And it begins with the oppression of the Jewish people by the Midianites. Now the Midianites were joined by two groups, the Amalekim and the... Uh, no, and B'nai Kedem, okay? The people of the East, Amaleki and uh, uh, Midian. These three groups were the oppressors of Israel at the time. Now, we said that these people were kind of to the south of Israel, but what they would do is that they, they didn't really have land. They were just more like a, they would roam around and they would pillage and take from whatever food Israel was making. So, so... Israel was not able to defend itself against them and they just wanted uh, all of the, the produce and the wealth that was being produced in the farms and the lands of Israel. So yeah, they would go and they would... The mountains or and then as a result of this, so besides for the fact that they would take all their food, they were also a threat. So the Jewish people were hiding out in dugouts and in caves and from this time period, I think it's of uh, 20 years of oppression, no, seven years of oppression. So the seven years of oppression is where a lot of the Jewish people learned to live in strongholds and caves and, and mountains and things like that. Um, so there was economic disaster and there was uh, physical hiding on, amongst the Jewish people from these people. Now, the Jewish people cry out to Hashem and then God sends a messenger and the Navi, he sends a Navi, and the Navi doesn't really give them any good news. He just tells them, he just rebukes them and he says... I brought you into this land that I commanded you to get rid of the, uh, the gods of the, 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 not to serve the gods of the Amorites, and you did not listen to my voice. And that's why this is happening. So it's not really like, a, you know, they cry out to Hashem, but the response isn't really awfully good. Now we meet Gidon for the first time. So, Pasuk Ezri. Okay, so a, an angel of God comes and it's, he sits or he stops under a tree that is in a town called Ofra. Okay, this Ofra is in Menashe. Okay, so if you remember, oh, which Menashe? It's, it's the Menashe in Israel proper. Good question. Okay, and this, this tree belonged to a man named Yoash, who was the father of the Ezri people, which were one of the descendants of Menashe. Okay, one of the lower descendants of Menashe, not one of the most respected families in Menashe. And his son, his son Gidon was hitting wheat, meaning trying to like clean wheat, but he was doing it in a gut. Where's a gut? A gut is a wine press. So he was trying to clean wheat in the wine press. Now the problem with doing that is that wheat, you need to do it outdoors because you want the, the, uh, the what's it called? The chaff to be blown away by the wind. It becomes very light. So it, it's good if there's outdoors and it's windy. Now when you do it in a wine press, you're indoors. So that was the problem. Okay, but he was doing this for what reason? Lehanis midian. In order to hide from Midian. Okay, so... This is like, it fits into the narrative. 
Meaning the, the Midianim keep taking all the Jewish people's food, so he's doing it. No, so Gidon is, is he's hiding, exactly. He's hiding the wheat as he's uh, crushing it. Now, or he's cleaning it. Now, one thing you see is that it introduces us to his father. His father, Gidon's father. So it's one of the things that... Uh, the, one of the Mefarshim or the Perushim is that this shows that Gidon had a lot of Kibud Avaim because it was his father who was supposed to be doing this cleaning the wheat but Gidon did it instead otherwise it wouldn't tell us who the father was so uh, Gidon is doing it and it's a sign I'm saying it's, it's a Midrash it's not like a 100% necessitated by the text but it's a beautiful thing to notice that Gidon has a certain level of Kibud Avaim and the Midrashim say this is one of the reasons he was uh, uh, taken as leader of Israel Because you have fulfilled the commandment to honor your father You are worthy that my children Should be helped through you Okay, And that's all learned from the fact That we are introduced to Gidon's father And Gidon is, is the one cleaning the wheat in the family And not the father Good. And an angel of God appears to him And he says Or how, What do we say today? Okay. In those days, they would go around and they would say, the same way we say, Boker Tov, they would say, Adonai Mecha, or Adonai Machem. And it's very common. That's like the equivalent. It's like, our, it's like the equivalent of us saying today, what's up? No, but also when Persians leave, Chodafes. Chodafes, or they say, um, and they say, Chodabaitun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we, we do. He literally said Adonai Machem. Yeah, the, exactly. That, that, that exact words, Adonai Machem, is, is, appears in the book of Ruth. Which, by the way, what does it say at the beginning of Ruth? By Hibimeh, Shefot HaShofetim. They say the book of Ruth is a very early one. It actually occurred in the times of the Shofetim. It makes sense that they culturally have the same language. So the angel comes to Gidon and he says, How are you today? Now, when somebody says, How are you today? Meaning, meaning in, the, in that language, like Adonai Machem, it's not something you're really supposed to think about. Meaning it's just like, it's like, how are you doing today? Would you ever say, oh, I'm not so good. And you ever tell, tell a guy all your, your problems? No. You, you just say, yeah, I'm good. That's all you say. Mm-hmm. Now, but Gidon, he responds like this. He says, Hashem machem. And then, or he says, Adonai mecha. He says, please, my master. Is, is God really amongst us? And why, have all, why is all this bad come upon us? And where are all the miracles that he told us saying that, um, that, that we were told about that God took us out of Egypt? And now God has forsaken us and he's put, put us in the hands of Midian. So the angel goes to, Midian, to, to Gidon and he says, he says, how are you? And then Gidon goes into this long depressed thing. What do you mean? What are, they told us that that God is going, took us out of Egypt. Where are all the miracles that he did when he took us out of Egypt? Now he has forsaken us and we are in the hands of the Midianites. From this also, the Chachamim say that the night before was Pesach. Because otherwise, why would Gidon have the story of Mitzrayim on his mind? Okay? So then the angel turns to him, or God through the angel turns to him and says, Go with the strength, your strength, and go save Israel from the hands of Midian. Behold, I have sent you. So what's going to be his response? His re- response is going to be very similar to someone else. To Moshe Rabbeinu. How can I save Israel? 
I beg you, my master. My part, my family, my elif is like my, my group, is the lowest in Menashe. And I'm the youngest in my father's household. So of all of Yoash's kids, uh, Gidon is the youngest. And the, the, Yoash himself is the youngest of the entire and, tribe. And Yoash himself is from the Ezri tribe. And apparently the Ezri were like a lower level thing. Apparently... The same word, term they use in, uh, for the children of Esau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. Um, and then, and then uh, so, so what's the breakdown of Menashe, by the way? Because this is the family of Menashe. Most yeah, most of Menashe is in, 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 is in Israel proper. Now, Machir, which is one of the descendants of Menashe, was in the Gilad. And the Gilad is east of the Jordan River. That's in, in the, I think it's like one of the uh, fifth or sixth aliyot of Parashat Devarim. Ul Machir natati et Gilad. It's the first pasuk of that aliyah. Okay? Machir, descendant of Menashe, was in the Gilad. And Machir were known to be like very strong warriors. Like they were a very, very prominent family in Menashe. So he is from a lower family and he's saying, oh, I'm in this low family. I'm in this very low family. Who am I to go save Israel? When, I, when, when I'm with you, you will strike Midian, Midian down as if they are like one man. Now, what's very interesting is the wording. Where else do we see the exact wording? By Moshe Rabbeinu in the conversation. He said that exact wording to Moshe as well. Okay? So he says, so Gidon responds to his angel and he says, If I found favor in your eyes, also uh, something that Moshe Rabbeinu says too, he says, Do me a sign. Who else got signs when he wanted to be instructed, when he wanted to go and be the savior of Israel? Moshe. So it's like Gidon, he goes to Hashem, or to the angel, and he says, where are all the miracles that you brought over Egypt, that you saved them from, you've forgotten us? And he says, oh, you remind, you want me to do the same thing that I did to Egypt? So then you be the leader that Moshe was when, he took, when I took you out of Egypt. So it's like he's turning Gidon's argument on his head. And be like Moshe Rabbeinu, you do it. Okay, so then he says, um, do me a sign that you are indeed, it is God that you are speaking with me. And then he says, he don't continues, don't leave from here because he's scared the angel is going to run away. So don't leave from here until I come back for you, come back to you. Now I'm going to bring my offering, I'll put it before you. So the angel says, fine, I'll stay here until you come back. So Gidon comes and he makes, uh, he brings a goat and he brings an ifa of, of solet for like a mincha offering. And he puts the, the meat in a basket and he puts the, 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 the soup, he puts it in a, in a pot. And he brings food to this angel under the tree where the angel is now hanging around, okay? So the angel of God says to take the meat and the matzot and put it on this rock. Put it on this rock and spill, spill the, 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 the soup. I don't want the soup. 
He said, tells the Gidon. Gidon brings him an offering of food, brings him some food, kind of like what Abraham did. Yeah. Okay? And the angel, the angel says, okay, spill the, the soup. I don't want the soup. And put the meat that you brought, put it on a rock. He takes the staff that's in his hand, the angel, takes the staff that's in his hand, and he touches the meat and the, the bread, and a fire came from the rock, and it ate all of the meat and the food, and then the angel disappeared. So the miracle was, he brings him food, and the angel causes the food to disappear or go up in smoke. He doesn't eat it, obviously, because he's not going to eat it, because he's an angel. Maybe like a korban, but I think the idea is to show him that I don't eat food because I'm an angel. Okay, we'll uh, continue. So that was the first sign that Gidon gets. Gidon's going to, going to get other signs in order to encourage him to take upon himself the leadership of Israel. A couple of things. Gidon is to remind us of Moshe. He's also to remind us a little bit of Abraham. There are a lot of traces of, of references to those two characters. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen.